If you know me, you know I love high-quality clothes and occasionally a luxury item here or there, but I hate spending luxury prices, so I rarely buy anything really nice for myself. That was until I discovered Quince. They have so much good stuff for you guys. Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part is that everything is priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Love that. It's also really important to me that the clothes I wear are created in a safe environment. And Quince only works with factories that use ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So obviously, I really love that. I bought a Mongolian cashmere sweater from Quince and no joke, I have worn it once a week, all fall and winter long. It's so soft, premium quality, and looks like I spent a fortune on it, but it was only 50 bucks. I've told all of my friends about Quint. I also love their men's line and have gotten some nice activewear and performance tees for Andrew that he loves. Give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eastham for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eastfam to get free shipping and a 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Eastfam. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and, and Andrew. That's right. It was weird. How'd you like that? I don't know. I got really confused there for a second. It's a beautiful day here. I'm In the neighborhood? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Some people like my, me singing. I love when you sing, babe. Really? I do. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Hope you're having a fantastic day. Welcome back to the show. Today we're doing yet another episode of Wild Stories with Sean and Andrew. Wild Stories. Um, To summarize, we're going to talk about Taylor Swift, our engagement. The time Sean lied to me to go on a date with me. That was a big trip. Hey, we'll get there. We'll get there. And then maybe... Maybe uh, talk about bees as well. If you want to learn more, stay tuned. But if you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button. Hit that thumbs up. We have a lot of Couple Things episodes going live. We also have some fantastic other shows. I know. That are on the Family Made Network. Let's tell you about them. How about Enjoy Life with Maddie Jackson? Yep. Her story is amazing. Yes. And I really admire her positive outlook on life despite all that she's gone through including losing a husband yep. before the age of 30 yes uh never tmi currently on pause but we'll be coming back soon with jacqueline gib jacqueline and seth gibson um they basically are just like they say everything you're thinking she's sean's favorite sean she's just my giggles favorite. every time she listens to jacqueline and seth it's basically it's exactly what the title says, Never TMI. It's about marriage. It's about parenting. It's about all of the hardships and conversations and awkward things you encounter in a marriage, but that for some reason society doesn't let us talk about, but they talk about so openly in such a beautiful way. We also have Hot Marriage Cool Parents with Doug and Jamie. Yes. You've probably seen them from Married at First Sight. They literally did that. Yeah. They got married at first sight, and now they're living life big. They're thriving. They're always on some adventure, and the way they speak about things, the community they've built around their experiences is great. So I think you'll like, just check out some of those. We'll mention more next episode. Yeah. I mean, there's like 15 of them. So please check out failingmade.com. Scroll through all the podcasts, listen to them, because we 
We love them. We hand select them and we think they're phenomenal. Yeah. And we think you will too. So shall we talk about Taylor Swift today? Yeah. Taylor Swift is all up in the news right now with Travis Kelsey. Can you believe it? <laughs> what? Can I was thinking about this the other day. This is what I fell asleep thinking about. Oh. First okay. of all, I never think about Taylor Swift. Not that big. Am I a big fan? I like I like her music. I'm Andrew's not, big fan. I'm not all in though. You know what I'm saying? Mm, you you need to calm hard. down. She has a couple good songs that I jam to, but yeah. maybe there's a chance that if I didn't blow my shot with the Chiefs, we'd be hanging out with T Swift. Do you ever think about that? We are you. <laughs> Where did this just take a turn no. to? No. Maybe if I didn't Us. blow my shot at the Chiefs, I could have had a shot with these swift <laughs> I would still be playing there. The guy that I lost You're the job to blushing. is still there. I, no, that's because that's not blushing. how I meant it. Uh, anyway, but Sean did have the opportunity to meet Taylor I swift. have met T-Swift. But more than that. Sean, <laughs> this isn't like a wild story of any kind. Um, it was right after the Olympics. Oh, this Is your eye still twitching? Still twitching. I, was, I thought you were about to tear up. No. I mean, she means a lot to me too, but uh, um, this is a wild story, babe. It was right after the Olympics. I was on tour with the Olympic team and Taylor was getting ready to go on tour. What tour was it? 2008. I'm not sure. One of her first albums. I have no was, idea. I don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't even remember. But we got a call. I got a call. My agent got a call. Basically, that was like, do you want to be one of the women featured in the opening video of her tour? So like, stage goes dark, arena's filled, a video pops up, and they're like, do you want to be in that? Because they were featuring all women, it was about strength, it was about power, and I was like, yeah. I knew her songs back in the day, I don't think I was a diehard fan then. In 2008, I'm, she, wasn't, she wasn't what she is now. No, but she was big time. She was still like touring and stuff. Yeah. Um, so it, it was... A very easy shoot. I was in LA. It was like two hours. It was down on like Melrose, I think, against a brick wall. It was like random. It wasn't a studio. You or had anything. to bring your Olympic medals. Yep. I had wow. you had to wear all black and you had to have like whatever it was you were featuring, your like iconic thing. So mine was my medals. And I think I said one line. I don't know. It was cheesy. It was little. But it ran on every show of her entire tour, which was really cool. So Taylor Swift was looking to you to help sell tickets to her show. <laughs> you think she's still doing that? Uh, you, do you no. think she'll return the favor? No. She could be in our intro video to, yeah. to a couple things? Yeah. Taylor. I will say, hello. there is something, it's so cool because like we're, we're similar ages and stuff, not even remotely on the same level. Um, Athletically, but no, vocally, just like so in career artistically. Wise. But there is something so powerful about what what she's created and how she keeps recreating herself and building this empire it's really cool to watch but you met um, her though i did meet her it was the cmt awards it was after my first stint on dancing with the stars mark and i were presenting an award um and we are backstage during like dress rehearsal and we were in the dressing room together. That's weird. Do you ever think if Taylor Swift's a fan of yours? What if she's a fan of yours? <laughs> she's not a fan of mine. She might be. I don't think she knows. We I were just listening. Armchair expert with Dax Shepard. Someone sent us a clip of uh, Jonathan Van Nuys. Jonathan. They were talking about Sean. People he's are a, fans of you. He's dude. a huge gymnastics fan. 
we met Mark Wahlberg came up to Sean and like at the that Super Bowl, one blew me away. Mark Wahlberg is doing this like you know he's mobbed and literally diverts his attention towards Sean and says, "Hey, I just want to say I'm a big fan of yours." That one blew me away. That was crazy. That that was fun. At that, that same cool. Super Bowl, we met Britney Spears. That was crazy. I. Actually, can we tell that story? Not 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 the Britney Spears story, but the Marshawn Lynch. We might burn bridges telling that story. No, the Marshawn Lynch. Okay. Uh, Do you remember this? Yeah. I was just telling the story on Saturday with the Datter Days crew. I was gonna say one more thing about yeah. the T Swift, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, I will say to Sean's point about what Taylor has done. Yeah. Again, I don't know all of her songs. I'm not itching every time she releases an album i'm not like pouncing on it but i have this wall of excellence that we're orchestrating in my office that sean beautifully designed uh lori prongepay designed it's it. somewhere on our instagram yeah if you want to check it out but the thought is you have a sp sports memorabilia of someone that i admire that has a quality of excellence yes uh that they embodied so yeah. like if you think about michael jordan the quality that I associate is not accepting anything less than excellence or yeah. Roger Federer, his attention to detail. I have my one non-sports memorabilia is all of Taylor Swift's albums yeah. signed by Taylor Swift because the reinvention. She's continued to evolve and she's been doing her thing for 20 years. He's a Swifty, yes. That's my story about the Wall of Excellence. Back to Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. Okay, so this was... Andrew was just starting out in the NFL. What year was this? 2015. Yeah, 2015. We weren't married yet. Wild. Um, Seahawks, Patriots. It was the Super Bowl in Arizona. Um, I got hired by, was it Inside Edition or ET? Yes. One of them. Um, to be like a commentator on the sidelines of the Super Bowl. So I would go around just like interview people and... Whatever. It was cool. But it gave us full access to the Super Bowl. So the first interview that they really wanted me to do um, was in like the big mosh pit uh, press day right before the Super Bowl day where they bring out all the athletes. They have two stages. So like Tom Brady was on one stage. Marshawn Lynch was on another stage. And then a lot of the athletes were just like roaming around. But they really wanted me to interview Marshawn Lynch. And... I had some very massive internal conflictions with being a sideline reporter trying to like push my way to the front because it, it it's not your ideal job, I don't think. No. You're pretty timid and meek. And yeah. this was, if you remember, for those who are into football, the year that Marshawn Lynch was not doing just interviews. On repeat. He was forced to do these these media days yeah. and interviews. So he but, didn't get fined. Yeah, so he'd show up, but all he would say is, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah. I'm just here so I don't get fined. And he would just repeat that. Over and over. Every reporter. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like, oh, Sean, if he's going to give anybody an interview, it's you. Here's a bag of Skittles. And how about you throw Skittles at him? He's a big fan of Skittles. Publicly has talked about how he loves Skittles. But they wanted me to like throw Skittles at him. It did feel a little disrespectful. Like, it was shockingly disrespectful. Like, here's a, you know. And they're my employers. I didn't know what to do. Like, all these things. So I pushed my way to literally the front of the barricade. They pushed your way to the front. You yeah. had like two bodyguards with yeah. you. And I have this big bag of Skittles. 
And all I remember thinking is like, there is no way in H-E double hockey sticks. I am throwing Skittles at this phenomenal professional athlete, human being, to get his attention just for an interview. I was like, I cannot stoop that low. <laughs> so I'm standing there and they're like, go, Sean, go, get his attention, whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. So finally, I like catch his attention. And I should, I probably should have been fired for this, given the role I was supposed to do. But I was like, Marshawn, I just wanted to wish you the best of luck and I hope you have fun tomorrow. Here's some Skittles. And I just like handed him the whole bag. And I remember he like winked at me or something and he was like, thank you. Nah, he said, <laughs> I remember it like this. <laughs> oh, God. There's this sea of reporters. Yeah. Throwing questions left and right at Marshawn. He's only replying with, I'm only here so I don't get fined. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Sean is on his left, pushes his way to the front, whispers this little thing, doesn't ask a question, just gives him Skittles. And I remember as him looking, I think there's footage of this. We have to find it on YouTube. Looking to his left and saying, oh, you kind of cute though. <laughs> That's the only thing he said other than I'm just here so I don't get fined. So fast forward fast to forward. 2018? No, 2016. We reported. What? To the Raiders right after. No, this was 2017. I ended up being on a team with Marshawn Lynch. He he went to the Raiders. Yeah. And I was there. And I confronted Marshawn about it. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, you kind of hit on my wife back in the day. And his reply was pretty epic. He said, I called her cute. I I wasn't lying though, was I? But it was I wasn't funny. lying he, though. He remembered the exact <laughs> yeah. the exact exchange and he's like super bowl oh yeah he was very nice it was great but that was weird that's then, one, that's one of my favorite stories because marshawn lynch is just such a legend yeah he is a legend and he was so he was so nice and i just felt bad because he wanted to just play his sport whatever um fast forward to to the britney spears though it was basically the same thing they wanted me to chase britney spears down into the bathroom for an interview so the Super Bowl, obviously, there's a ton of celebrities. This is where we met Mark Wahlberg. This is where, well, Katy Perry was doing a show. We had field passes, dude. That yeah. was crazy. That was crazy. Nuts. And it was like Adina Menzel. Yep. We were just running around the stadium the whole game trying to get these interviews with Sean and whoever celebrity. And so word on this, like, it always goes down like this. Someone whispers like, hey, I hear Britney's going to the bathroom. She's in suite 107 or whatever. And they're like, okay, let's go up there. And you're like chasing, you got camera. <laughs> and it's it's really hectic, it's stressful, and uncomfortable. You know? Yeah. And then turns out she was in the bathroom. Sean goes, Sean's like standing there. She's like, I don't want to go in the bathroom. And they they like kind of shove Sean in there. Like, no, you gotta do it. I put my foot down. I didn't go in. Okay. I remember I, I like ended up backing up against the wall and I was like, absolutely not. I'm not crossing this line. The background of that is Sean, Sean gets approached sometimes in the bathroom. To take pictures it's and things. It's so disrespectful. It's not. People People are excited to see you. Anyway, <sighs> Sean would prefer not that not to happen, so she was trying to extend the same courtesy to Brittany. But we met her. You did. She was nice. She was nice. 
You know, whenever I look at pictures of our kids from the past year, I'm amazed at how fast they're growing up. Oh my gosh, me too. And we've been doing a deep dive into old photos lately. Sometimes the thought hits me hard that I'm getting older too. And this has led me to think a lot about the legacy I want to leave behind, what kind of parent I want to be, and things like our family's financial security. We've been talking a lot about this recently and are excited to share that Fabric by Gerber Life makes it simple to get the protection that's right for your family. Life insurance doesn't have to be some big confusing topic. Fabric by Gerber Life was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. 10 minutes is crazy fast. Plus it's all online and on your schedule. No appointments, scheduling, or piles of paperwork. Just apply when it's convenient for you. This is the first company I've heard of where you can go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required, and they have a 30-day money-back guarantee. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash eastfam. That's meetfabric.com slash eastfam. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash eastfam. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. We'll also link it down below, and let's get back to it. Sean, I got a question for you. Okay. What is it? On a scale from chug to sip, <laughs> how would you rate your hydration style? Um, interesting question. I would say I'm a sip girl. I sip on my coffee for literally hours and sip on water throughout the day. What about you? I would say I'm a chug type of guy, yeah. no doubt. But whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. I actually really love Liquid IV, especially since nursing bear. I feel like I'm always thirsty. I like that it's sugar-free and it's fun to sip on throughout the day. The flavors are really good, and I've loved having a flavored drink rather than just water in my cup. My favorite flavor is the lemon lime, and Sean loves strawberry and tropical punch. It's crazy to me that one stick in 16 ounces of water has three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks and eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. Yes, sir. That's why they say it hydrates better than water alone. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code EASTFAM at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code EASTFAM at liquidiv.com. Okay, so the year is 2013. The month is August, and Sean and I have been dating for... A month and a half, six maybe, weeks. Maybe, but six we've weeks. maybe like seen each other three times. This was our third time seeing each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, man. like, the first time we met was in 2012, and that was like when we got introduced. Didn't see each other again for nine months, and that was like our first official date. We went to the CMA Fest. We hung out for four or five days, which was amazing. Yeah. Then I went back home to Iowa. He stayed in Nashville. I flew out to the lake house the second time. Yeah. Um, and got to meet your family. Wow. That was fast. Um, hung out for another three days, four days. Flew home. And then the third time we were meeting each other, Andrew invited me to his brother's wedding. I, yeah. When you know, you know. It was done deal. After after Nashville, it was a done deal. That first yeah, date agree. we had. I agree. So I was like, all right, let's, let's take a step here. Yeah. So there is... Basically, there were so many logistics going on. I was still working. I was traveling a lot. Andrew was flying from Nashville to um, 
San Diego where the wedding was, I had like a couple of events that I had to do the days leading up to when Andrew was going to fly out. But I told Andrew, I was like, I'll meet you in San Diego. Um, Yeah, we'll just meet up there. In the back of my mind, though, we're early on dating. I wanted to do like a grand gesture. I really wanted to spend time with him, especially flying to San Diego. I wanted to be like equipped with all the knowledge of what I was getting myself into. No, this makes me think, oh, man, good memories of those early days of dating when every second. Yeah. You just want to capitalize on and yeah. like just be with each other and cuddle and look into each other's eyes and giggle and. That's what it was. I know. Dude. And I hadn't seen you in a while. And so I had this like master plan going on where I had purchased tickets from my appearance, which I don't even remember where it was. I think it was in Chicago. Maybe Chicago. It was, I had purchased flight tickets from Chicago to Nashville where I was going to surprise Andrew and get on the same flight from Nashville to San Diego. So we were going to be able to fly together. That was a, That's like a good chunk of time too. It's like a four hour flight. Um, and basically, long story short, my event ran over, the flight got canceled, all of these things. I ended up stuck in Chicago. And it's like the middle of the night. The flight to San Diego is leaving at like 6 a.m., 7 a.m. There's no flights available. I am so exhausted. I can't drive through the night. My parents won't allow me to drive through the night, Um, which is like I was... 20 years old, 21 years old, but still like 21 years old should not be driving through the night from Chicago to Nashville, which would be like a eight hour drive. So I'm calling all these people and one of my dad's best friends from Des Moines owns a kind of like a limousine company, like a car service, like a car service company. So I finally get in touch with him and I'm like, listen, I'm stuck here. And this is my dad's idea. He's like, if you are adamant, you're going to make it to Nashville. Meanwhile, I could have just caught a flight from Chicago to San Diego in a second. Yes. There were flights available. But my dad had the idea. He's like, call my my friend. See if he can help you. So I talked to him. He sent a car from Des Moines to pick me up. It was like a driver he trusted. And he drove all the way through the night to Nashville Dropped me off at the airport, and I remember I like got to the airport earlier than you or after you? Just after me. I Just think. after I remember, you, I think? Yeah. Wow, it was a blur. But I remember walking into the airport, and I was so nervous because I had like pulled it off. And I was texting you like, are you at the airport? Or no, you got there before me because you were sitting at the table. Oh, yeah. I saw you. <laughs> yeah. Right, right where the airport like goes left. But I was playing coy, and I was like... Are you at the airport? Whatever. And I remember seeing you and just being like, oh, this is so exciting. Oh, man. We used to give the biggest hugs back in the day at the airport. Yeah. You remember that? Every time we used to pick you up. That's a wild story. I put that on the list because it is pretty crazy to think about what you do for love. Yeah. We were on the Bus and With the Boys podcast with Will Compton, and he was he was asking us about how we got to know each other and how the whole thing went down. And it's so embarrassing to think back on like these things you thought were cool that you said, but were actually extremely embarrassing or like the, the times where you put yourself out there, which is what you need to do. Uh-huh. 
or all the effort that you go to, like where you could you could have just caught a flight from Detroit or something or yeah. Wisconsin to San Diego and, and met out there, but you wanted to you sacrificed so much to be I just think it's wild. So was it on the flight there or on the flight back? I think it was the flight back. It was a flight back, yeah. So we meet up in Nashville, we're giddy, we're two young, dumb kids in love. Fly there. We land in San Diego, and I'm really glad I caught this flight because it's like the only time I got to spend with you. And he's like, I'm in the wedding, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later. And you disappeared. And I remember that was truly like the first time I was like thrown into your family. Not just like meeting, but like thrown into your family. My strategy was not, I'll like, you know, cater to you and, and hold your hand a little bit, but you got to meet my aunts and uncles and brothers and sisters. And if you can't get along with them, See you later. But if you fit in, that's it. I, I remember Welcome. right when we walked in um, to the hotel, you guys went on like an elliptigo ride or something, all of you. Yeah. But your dad pulled me aside and he's like, after the elliptigo, let's grab breakfast. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. But I remember having breakfast with him on the dock and him just asking me about my life. And my family and all these things. And it was just, it was so sweet. It was so sweet. Um, But then we had the whole wedding, which was so much fun. You okay? Yeah. I'm sorry, baby. Um, I remember that night. So by by now, the wedding has gone and we have like the reception after. Remember the rooming situation? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was fully capable of buying my own hotel room. And he's like, no, no, no. We have our hotel rooms. <laughs> yeah. You're staying with my sister, my sister-in-law, and my childhood nanny. Like shout you're sharing to, beds. Shout together. out to Katie and Aaron and Christine. Uh, Katie, shout out to Katie. Katie really is the reason that That I'm part of the marry. family. <laughs> yeah, she, she Katie sold the, the took show. me under her wing. She's like, I got you. I'll explain everything that's going on. So Sean's of. literally sharing a bed with somebody. Yeah. There were some snorers in there too. Yeah. But I was busy the whole weekend because I was in the wedding doing groomsman stuff, setting up and whatever. But by this time, I'm going on like 48 hours of no sleep. I've been traveling all over the country trying to get here. You met my best friend growing up, Justin, who was asking you all these like hardball questions. Dude. He was not. I was being grilled. <laughs> yeah. I was being grilled. By that, but by that night, we were taking like a yacht ride catamaran ride all of us the whole wedding party and i have never been so tired in my entire life i fell asleep on the boat do you remember that because you drove through the night yeah yeah um anyways fast forward one more day we both get on the flight home to nashville i'm flying back to nashville with you because i was in the middle of football camp then i had to like ask my coach for permission to go to my brother's wedding because we we're in two-day camp anyway. yeah and on this flight, Andrew, we were doing crossword puzzles together, and we had this little crossword puzzle book, which I still have, and Andrew made a crossword in the back of the book, like while we were on the plane, for me to do, and I, dude, do you know how hard that is to do? How, yeah. I don't know how you managed to do this. I honestly think it was one of my greatest artistic achievements. <laughs> yeah. Can I be on? Did you tell a story and then I'll pass up? 
Oh, no. Go ahead. <laughs> what? Did you intend for it to end the way it was supposed <laughs> Go, go. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the story. No. <laughs> um, so basically, he creates this crossword. I go in order, figure out the words, and like the last word is like an L is filled in, two spaces are open, and then an E. And the like clue was I blank you. But the only letters available, like it was, it was either like or love, mm-hmm. and you even like gave me the letters. I think it was like I K O V, and I had to choose. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty nice, dude. That's not nice. <laughs> it was pretty nice. <laughs> I was like, well, this is a test. And you went with. I went with. I love you. That's right. That was done deal. Third date. Oh, we never said it. Man. We never said it, but. We also, that was the same trip. Dude, we were thick in it. What was your festival? I think it was Isle, Isle of Few, too. Where it was like the uh, Mad Gap, Net Mad Gaps, mm-hmm. or Olive View. Mm-hmm. Um, I was making this crossword, and then I realized like the spaces had just lined up like that. And then I, well, it, I didn't build the crossword to have that as the end, oh, just okay. so we're clear. But it, one thing led to another, and then I was like, oh, I think that would work out. And then I realized it could go, I love you or I like you, either way. And I was like, I like how this ended what are you intend? What were you intending? I was just trying to build a dope crossword first. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it worked out. Did you mean for it to say love or like? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. I want to see that crossword. Okay. Have it. okay, mamas, ladies. After having three babies, I never thought I would wear an underwire bra again. Until I found Skims. So right before I had Bear, Skims sent me a couple of maternity bras. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wear maternity bras. They're so uncomfortable. They're not for me. I tried them on. They are the most supportive, most amazing, only maternity bra I have worn this entire pregnancy. On top of that, the material is so soft and the straps are adjustable for maximum comfort. And it fits every woman out there. They have a million sizes to choose from. My favorite Skims bra ever is the quote, fits everybody t-shirt bra. And it's literally the best t-shirt bra I have ever worn. It's seamless, flawless, perfect. You're going to love it. If you're a fan of no underwire, the products I would highly recommend are the wireless form t-shirt bra and the no-show unlined demi bra. I like the color sand because you can't see it through white t-shirts, which is the color I usually go with but they have a color for everybody. Whether you're pregnant, postpartum, nursing, or none of the above, and you just want a good bra, go to Skims. They've got one for everyone. Shop Skims bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes, 30A all the way to 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey, and select couple things in the drop-down menu that follows. Skims.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. That was good. Let's tell a story about our engagement because we ask the people we interview about how they got engaged often. 
here's a situation, okay? It's July 2015. <laughs> Sean and I have been dating for just about two years. I had just signed with the Chiefs. I had just gotten my first paycheck really ever. I got like a signing bonus from the Chiefs. It was $10,000. I was hyped. I knew nothing about taxes. <laughs> so Sean and I are in Kansas City. We're looking at houses. We thought we were going to live there for the next 15. We, we yeah. thought we'd be there right now. Hang yeah. out with Taylor Swift. <laughs> anyway, but we go to this diamond store because you know, we're having these conversations. Andrew takes me shopping for the first time. And it was yep. at that store I found my dream ring. Yep. yep. Dream ring, which is what I'm wearing. We didn't, yeah, it was not like a Andrew came up with the ring. You know, some, pe- some people try to f- make it, try not to have their wives yeah. input. I'm really glad he did. Yeah. Yeah. It's too, it was too much expense. So Sean and I were like talking about getting married, talking about rings. We found the ring she wanted. I did kind of play it smart where I didn't tell you that I had bought the ring. We were just looking at him. Right? Yeah. She didn't know that I would purchase it. She didn't know that I had like designed it based off her tweaks that she had to this whatever mock-up ring. I spent every dime of that signing bonus, <laughs> realized that I wasn't going to get paid that check for the next 60 days. I had this. I put it on my credit card bill, realized that it's also not going to be $10,000. I was in the red, dude. I was in, I was in <laughs> debt, and I didn't have anywhere to pay it. It was so stressful, but I got this ring. And it came in the mail. They they mailed it because I got cut. Oh, bro, that was a crazy situation. So I get cut. No, I hadn't been cut then. I had to go home before summer camp. And uh, he, I had to mail it to me because I didn't want to wait. And the, the idea was I would get the ring, hang on to it that whole fall of my rookie season, and then and, uh, propose that winter after, after my first season was done. I get in the mail on like a Wednesday night. Sean is throwing the first pitch out at the Chicago Cubs on Friday afternoon. Yeah. And I had lunch with a mentor on Thursday. I sit down with this guy, Uncle Jim. He did our wedding. And I was telling him, I was like, yeah, I got the ring in the mail. And he was like, well, what's your plan with it? I said, I'm going to wait till like December or January and, you know, take time to, to plan out a pretty epic engagement. And he's like, you sure about that? That ring's going to burn a hole in your pocket. And I didn't feel that way at all. But then he said, he said, Andrew, what are you waiting for? You should just pick the next big event, the the next memorable thing on the calendar and propose to her there. Don't wait. So that was lunch on Thursday. I wasn't even supposed to be up in Chicago with you on Friday. No, you supposed to be in Chicago. I start thinking about it. and, And I'm like, okay. Let me just see if I can make this work where I would propose to, you know, people do stadium engagements. That's not how I I imagined our engagement going. But let's just see if I could plan something, like even if it's on the table. So I found an email from USAG. Yep. Who you were throwing out the first pitch with. Yep. You were up there for what? USAG. It was national championships. And so it was like a promotion marketing event to sell tickets where they would have us come in, throw the first pitch, be like, national championships be here in a month and it was you and alicia sacrimony yep alicia quinn um so i one of my best friends i called jackie on thursday at like usa gymnastics yeah 3 p.m and i'm like hey i just wanted to 
to throw, run this by you, see what your thoughts were. What if I proposed to Sean after she threw out the first pitch? And her, I was not expecting this. Her immediate reaction was, yes, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Let's make it happen. So now I'm like, okay, well, now, <laughs> she, now she's making it happen. And she ended up giving me a contact to the Wrigley Field guy, like whoever their contact was. And so I'm talking to this guy, Jim, I think, uh, who I've, I've talked to since. It's pretty fun. And and we were talking through logistics. He was like, all right, well, yeah, we, we need to do this promo for USAG, but what if we did it right after? We can make jerseys with a, with a last name East on it, do all this stuff. We'll have to have you out there on the field and, and give you some type of role. And he was like, but I won't, I won't know for sure if we can pull this off. Like I have to get clearance and I'll let you know tomorrow morning, which is Friday morning, like the morning <laughs> yeah. that I was going to do it. Yeah. So this all happened very quickly, right? Friday comes along. I didn't sleep a wink that night, dude. So Friday comes along. He surprises me and shows up in Chicago, which another backstory. I threw out a first pitch and made ESPN's not top 10. Yeah. I had thrown out many first pitches and done well. And then I threw one out at the Iowa Cubs. Tanked it. Horrible. Never threw a first pitch out after that for like years. She was petrified, mortified to do it again. I got invited to the Chicago Cubs and Andrew convinced me to do it. Not because of the proposal. Just like, face your fears. Let's do this. He surprised me Friday morning. He's like, I'm coming to support you. I know you've been nervous. We can warm up together. It was like really sweet. I was really excited. Yeah. And so you show up. I'm driving up to <laughs> Chicago and I'm calling my cousin, my brother. I'm like, yeah, hey, there's a chance I'd get engaged today, but I'm waiting to hear back on if we can do it. <laughs> so I, sh I show up and like two hours before this goes down, I still didn't know if it was a possibility, but I brought the ring with me. Um, and we go to the hotel. <laughs> I'm nervous as can be, palm sweating, shaking, can't make eye contact with you. Basically, from the second he arrives in Chicago, after he tells me, like, I'm coming, I'm excited to see you, I'm excited to support you, all these stuff, he shows up, and there's, like, something going on with you. And we basically get in a fight the whole day. Because you're acting so weird. You're the most respectful person I've ever met in my life. Like, in conversations, and, like, eye contact, attention, like, strangers around you, everything. and. From the second you showed up, you wouldn't address people. You would like take phone calls and turn your back on them in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> you were ignoring me. You were being super sketchy on your phone. I was like, what is your deal? And we were, I was so mad at you. Who was it? Lauren Morford was up there too. Who was in the room after we got in? Alice? Someone was up there. Anyway, we, I'm at the hotel again hours before she's thrown out this first pitch and I finally get confirmation, okay, we can make it happen. And oh my gosh, I didn't know what to do. So, you know, I, I <laughs> thought that I was going to have more time to think through this, but I had committed to something, you know, I got myself into a situation that now is too late to back out. So we're in this- Did you want to <clears> back out? No, but I'll say I've never been that nervous in my life. So whatever that feeling is of nervousness, it's not like I want to not do this. It's just like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Also, oh, didn't you, you have the ring thinking, loose in your pocket? Yes. So they come in these fat boxes. Yeah. And I was wearing blue shorts in like a white tee. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. And the box would have 
protruded from my pocket, glaringly obvious. So I remember I told Brady, Brady this is the first time meeting Brady and Alicia. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, dude, I, I pulled him aside. Like, dude, I'm I remember so this. Nervous. This is in the parking garage because yes. you were acting so sketchy. I was like, dude, I um, I think I'm gonna propose to Sean right after, he, right after she throws a pitch. He's like, what? And so now Brady's in on it, and yeah. now he's nervous because he didn't want to spell the physical beans. And we take this car ride through Chicago, and it's like not that long of a car ride. But I'm trying to text people, like text my mom, text my dad, give everybody heads up because yeah, I should have texted your parents, like. <laughs> Dude, I didn't have anything planned, planned out. You had asked my dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is another story. I had asked That's her dad probably five months before. I actually, yeah, we sat down in a Preds game, but story for another time. We get to Wrigley Field. Epic. I wish I could have enjoyed the moment, but they usher us in and Sean's doing her thing. I'm trying to coordinate with this gym guy and Jackie who are all, you know, super I'm excited. trying. I'm so nervous because it's my first first or it's my first pitch since my blunder and i'm like begging andrew to warm up with me and you are just like m.i.a <laughs> you're like i no, i don't have time for this i was so mad at you oh dude and then you go out there you and alicia throw the pitch you do a handstand oh my god i'm sweating thinking about it right now and i go out there I turn around, I see him walking out towards me <laughs> and i was like what are you I, again you have to understand the context i was so mad and i was like what are you doing you're not supposed to be out here right that would have been way overstepping my bounds to, yeah. to like make it hey this is my girlfriend sean and mind you you like i had pictured our proposal because we had been talking about it we had talked about rings everything and that was not your style i was thinking like a hot air balloon just her and i yeah nothing public right. nothing public at all same That's super what I was intimate and so it never crossed my mind. Me neither. Until <laughs> until two hours before. Good, good. So then I go out there, pop the question. I remember saying, Sean, I love you. It would be my honor to serve you and the Lord forever. Will you marry me? And I was just screaming. Yeah, you lost it. I lost it. I had, dude, I look like such a slob. I looked like a slob. You were sweaty. It was hot that it day. It was so hot. I had like a, I had the jersey slung across my my back. She says yes. We do this big hug. Alicia was freaking out, dude. Yahoo Yahoo sent out a like a push notification on the phone yeah. saying Sean Johnson gets engaged. That was crazy. And then and then I realized like there's like a standing ovation in the whole stadium, which is cool. I realized I should have had Sean's parents come to this. What a miss no, on my part. It was great. But we call. I'll never forget when you called your dad in the in the what do you concourse of the stadium and uh, your voice and that was really special to well, hear you the are excitement. Sweaty. I'm sweaty, dude. Yeah, it was so. Fun. It's the thought that counts, right? It was really special. Well, in there we could tell the stories about bees. Maybe me having to talk with your dad because <laughs> you blew it on that one too. I did but, not blow it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wild Stories. Wow, what a time. I mean, what did we cover? Taylor Swift, San Diego. Engagement. That was pretty that was a pretty solid run. Oh, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, if you haven't yet and you made it this far, subscribe to the show. Give it a rating. Hit the thumbs up. And we'll see you next week. We love these. These are just for us. Again. But we hope you enjoy them. I'm Andrew. I'm Sean. We're the East fam. <laughs>